Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The following podcast contains spoilers and adult language. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, this is Hal Sparks. Zoltan. And uh, you're listening to, what the hell's the name of this podcast again? The Showdown. The Showdown. It's just so sad. Not for the people who do it. I mean, they've. They, at least it gives them something to do, sort of outpatient behavior. But for God's sake, why are you listening to this? Please turn it off. Please. It's distracting you from driving. You're ignoring your children. If you have them, I, I feel bad. I can't do any more. This is terrible. Showdown podcast. Really? The Showdown Podcast presents The Survivor Series with Corey Miller, Vic Miller, and Brad Scott. This week's episode, Dude, Where's My This is the three-time award-winning Showdown Podcast, and I am joined, as always, by Corey, keeper of the Continuum, Transfunctioner Miller, Vic, why is the only black guy the pizza shop owner, Miller, and I am Brad, higher than everyone in the movie, Scott And this is the Showdown Podcast. This week, we are taking a look back at the 2000 American comedy, Dude, Where's My Car? Directed by Danny Lanier, stars Ashton Kutcher, Sean Williams, Scott, Christy Swanson, Jennifer Gardner, uh, Hal Sparks, Charlie O'Connell, Andy Dick, uh, with a memorable appearance. Uh, Very uh, star-studded lineup. It is. Dude, where's your car? Where's my car, dude? Where's your car, dude? <laughs> All right. This is such a white movie. That is. That is. <laughs> Corey starting us off with a bang with the most obvious joke from the movie. Well, naturally. And I go with the most you obvious joke up. in the showdown. <laughs> <laughs> Got to start each show off right. Let's give it to you again because you missed the beginning. <laughs> All right. So, um... Yeah, we're going to talk about this movie here in a little bit, but uh, Corey, yes, you ventured out. I did. Of the uh, by the way, we are here live in Corey's kitchen slash Miller Zoo slash Evil Lair yep. slash Aquarium. You hear you hear those aquatic sounds in the background. Hopefully not. Uh, okay. No, you do. I listened. I actually listened to an episode. You do. Uh, so <laughs> enjoy this ambiance. That's his Shark Tanks. We are his, uh, we are told we are great white noise, and we're just trying to help with that. <laughs> uh, but Corey, you ventured out of Corey's the Miller Zoo. I did. You ventured out of your evil lair, and you went to another. Po- you cheated on this podcast. 
I don't know. I don't, was it you cheated on cheating? two podcasts? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> was it really cheating? Yeah, you have two. You have two responsibilities, uh, Mister. And what did so? What did you do? Uh, yeah, I was a guest on the Sarge Approved podcast, which you can find on iTunes. And uh, they had me on. We just talked about. Uh, we talked about both shows. We talked about Vic. We talked about Brad. And we talked about uh, movies in general. And Sarge and a little football. Is he? Is this a military themed podcast? No. Uh, his. I believe his real name is Sarge. Oh, okay. At least that's what he goes by on Facebook. Okay. And uh, I'm not thinking that his uh, co-host's real name is Frenzy, though. Yeah, I can't confirm or deny that's her real name. So you actually listened? Yeah. Uh, I was going to, uh, but when they promoted the show, it was not there. Uh, I felt like that was the universe telling me something. (laughs) They jumped the gun a little bit. Yeah, so I have not listened yet, but what did you think, Vic? How did he do? It wasn't bad. He did good. Did he embarrass the show, Vic? Be honest. (sighs) He always embarrasses the show. I mean, that's a given. But uh, I mean, I thought was, that was my job. He spoke more than I've heard him speak on either one of our shows ever. Well, <laughs> Nonstop. You know. Comforting. Uh, <laughs> did you talk about a bully story? No, I did not. Oh, how did you not? That's your hit. Yeah. It's your one hit. No, I, I, I did mention uh, he, I did talk about a little bit uh, about my film history, just how I got started uh, with podcasting. And I did mention that had written some things and about how it filled the void in his writing yeah <laughs> yeah and how and how since i can't don't have the money to make movies right now you'll just critique them exactly I'll, ju- I'll yeah i'll just talk shit about them <laughs> though i was actually kind of surprised when I, he was uh i was expecting them to be you know like us from the midwest or at least living in the midwest and they are technically but they have the deepest minnesota accents <laughs> like I thought oh, he was. I thought of, he was talking of, to somebody uh, from Fargo. Oh, a lot of uh, how how you doing, Corey? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, you tell us about your movies. I forgot to break out my uh, Jesse Ventura impersonation. Oh, that probably that's actually probably a good thing. Really? <laughs> oh. Oh, he was about to do it. I was about to do it too. Bucket. Ah, know. that's probably a good thing. <laughs> yeah. He had it off in the past, but no, they did a good job. I, no, I actually I had, listened to another one of their episodes after I was after his was done, so it was enough to keep me drawn in. Yeah, I had fun, and uh, and it, I thought it went well. So, of course, I wasn't on the other end, so I don't know how much I rambled on and, and sounded like shit. But. So I'll do Corey's job. Their podcast is more of an open interview podcast about pop culture in general, so they talk to people from movies, comics, like other podcasters. Like They cover ev- yeah, everything, yeah. so it's not just like a, a single genre of things that they talk about. Yeah. Kind of nice. just an open-ended conversation, kind of, uh, uh, I guess, an, an interview of sorts, yeah. just to uh, l- get people uh, known out there. So, so it was cool. It was cool to do. And actually, this reminds me, I actually was on another podcast yes. as well. <gasps> you cheating bastard. I was. And, uh, you, and you had the gall to call me out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, but you knew you guys knew what you were getting into with me. You knew I was gonna fuck. <laughs> we knew he was. A yeah, you knew I had. You knew I had podcasts on the side. So, um, I what, was on. What show were you on? I was on a friend of the show, veteran of the show, two-time showdown uh, guest co-host Jeff Vibbert, the Jeff Vibbert podcast. Uh, it's available everywhere, pretty much. Uh, it's a very fun show. He has a new uh, co-host, Caitlin Kapetsky. I might be butchering Is she the last new? name. I mean, relative on she that actually, the start, I think. No, no, because the first time really? I was on no. the show, she wasn't there. She actually came on the show the episode after oh, okay. I was on. And that must have been when I started listening was right after that episode. Yeah, the episode, the first, I was on this show a while back, and me, and when it was just me and Jeff, right. you know, when he was, I think I was like episode 10 or 11, so it was brand oh. new. 
but we we basically we got into deep stuff about uh, my personal life and everything else. Yeah, that this was a little time, disturbing to hear. Much this time, much more lighter. Yeah, uh, we talked about a lot of different things. I listened to that one too. I was pretty stoned, so I don't remember much of what we talked <laughs> about, but it was funny. Uh, we talked about Mercury and retrograde. I remember that. Yeah. Um, it's a little weird. Yeah. But, but you did another show, too. The uh, the one with the cereal in, in the cartoon. That oh, was a, Flannel that, Cakes. That yeah. was a while ago. Yeah, that was a little while, while ago when we never talked about it. Uh, yeah, the yep. Flannel Cakes podcast. A uh, guy we should probably get on this show because he would be great. Maverick uh, Atterbury. And we should do his Top co-host, Gun. Matt. If he comes on, we should do Top Gun. Oh, oh because the yeah. name yeah. Maverick. Yeah. Uh, I was preparing for the next segment, but I guess I can scroll back. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> What if he hates the movie, Corey? Hold on, I need to get one. What if his father? Too. What if his father uh, was a, was a, was a, uh, a pilot who died, like a fighter pilot who died, or just a guy who died and who was nicknamed Goose? Don't think about these things, do you? Damn. But I was on the Flannel Cakes podcast. It's a very good podcast. We ate breakfast cereal, we ate chocolate Cheerios, and we watched Thundercats, and we talked about it, and it was fun. So, yeah, you can check out both of those and check out uh, Sarge Approved on iTunes, the yep. Jeff Weber podcast, on um, a lot of platforms, and uh, Flannel Cakes podcast. Well, if everyone else is going to do theirs, I'm going to do mine, too, because we talked about it, and I want to be I don't want to be left out. I was on Netflix, yeah, you, uh, the Netflix oh, podcast, nice. and we t- uh, discussed um, a number of different shows, including 13, um, and I also had a, converse, a nice conversation about Luke Cage. Did you um, talk about Black Mirror? Uh, no. No, I've seen those. Yes. But we will be talking about that on a on a uh, on a Miller Times episode very soon. Okay, well, go ahead. Sorry, what else? Yeah, were you, no, what else yeah, oh, that was it. I just want to throw mine in there. And Luke Cage, right? <laughs> yes, and Luke Cage. Luke Cage. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that was uh, Freak Net Freaks. Net Freaks. Net Freaks. Uh, found on all I was about platforms. to say Freak, freak Flicks. <laughs> freak Flicks. They were smart to go Net Freaks. Yes, yeah, yeah, very much podcast. so. Um, no, real quick though, Black Mirror. Did you just watch the? I just discovered that like two weeks ago. I think I have like maybe one, two more. I have like one or two, the two episodes, because that's the thing. There, there's not, there's some continuity through them, mm-hmm. but you can kind of watch Very each little. individual episode yeah. in, on its own. Yeah. So I was just kind of watching the ones that looked most interesting to me, mm. and uh, that one with the kid. Yeah. Who gets involved in the game <laughs> yeah. where they have to... Have you done talking about? Oh, yeah. That's probably wait, one of the wait. best twist endings. Are you talking about the one where... Where it's all the people who have skeletons the in their closet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's one of the best episodes of anything I've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah, that, that twist ending was like, fuck, mind-fucking. <laughs> You're like, hold on, I'm never I'm never watching 13-year-old mind-fucking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. The very first episode was really good uh, with the... Uh, I guess it was like a... The social media thing? Oh, no, no. The no, first, the very the first episode with the... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I haven't seen that. That's yet. I think season one. Season one. Season episode one. one. Uh, yeah. I saw the one with uh, John Hamm. Did you yeah. start with season three? I think so. Yeah, because okay. the yeah. first one I watched was the girl with the social were, media. Thing. Yeah, yeah, that was good that was too. Messed up too. Where like you rape people in real life yeah. yes. and shit. You know who wrote that? Rashida Jones. Really? From yeah. uh, the Office. Yeah. yeah, she wrote that one. I actually tweeted. I was like, that episode was amazing. It was so Did well. She tweet you back? No. <laughs> but it was so it was so well written it's, and it's like even even Chris was sitting there watching it going oh that is the whole new yeah. the whole th- the whole season 3 is really good. Yeah. Yeah, that was those that one and then and then the one you were just talking about. I'll tell you another good one was the one where the girl wakes up and she doesn't know what's going on and she leaves I'm, the house. I don't say a whole lot about that's the one I'm on now. I know what you're talking about. I am at the very very beginning of that one. Okay. 
That one is a really good one, too. Really? Because yeah. it started off kind of slow. Wait for it. Wait I'm only a few it. minutes in, but these <laughs> usually do something really quickly to yeah. gather my attention. Yeah. Um, but anyway, okay, yeah, this isn't Miller Times. Yeah. We talk <laughs> movies here. Yeah, we will talk about those on probably the next episode of Miller Times. If not the next one, if I can't get Vic to, to, uh, to watch the rest of them, it'll be in the coming weeks. So, All right, he's going to get to watch something. Yeah, but we're, watching, <laughs> we're talking about, dude, where's, our, where's my car? This so let's, let's start off uh, every, every uh, let's, let's start off as we always do by hearing a little bit about the showdown's history. And now, the showdown podcast history. Corey? I did not see this movie in the theaters, although I did see it when it first came out the video and watched it a lot. Okay. Vic? I actually hadn't seen this movie at all because I had ignored it until you forced me to watch it. And you're not white. Ah. Uh, yeah. I actually was, this was the beginning of my becoming a pothead. This was my like first semester. I wasn't a big pothead in high school. I didn't have a whole lot of access to it. Um, so this was at the beginning of that, and uh, I was excited to go see it in the theater. I liked Ashton Kutcher a lot. Uh, I was a big fan of that 70s show. And so I saw it in the theater, uh, I believe uh, opening weekend around there. This has been the Showdown Podcast History. All right, so Dude, Where's My Car? It came out December 2000. Had a uh, budget of $13 million. How much do you think it brought in at the box office, Corey? Or did you already look? Nope, I did not look. I'm going to say 6.5. You think it lost money? Yeah. You think it it, thir- it was cost $13 million and you think it lost $6.5 million? Yep. It made barely over, mm-hmm. under half. I'm going to guess, over I'm going to say 6.5. No, you know what? Hold on. Was uh, that 70 show still on the air at this time? Yeah, I okay. think so. All right, I'm going to bump it up. I'm going to say nine. Nine? Nine. All right, it's 73.2 million. Wow. There were a lot of potheads. Successful <laughs> movie. I was way off. Almost five times uh, the budget. That's uh, actually more than that. I'm sorry. Uh, a little over six times that- the budget, so... Successful movie by uh, the Hollywood standards. By money standards, it definitely was. And actually, because of that, they were going to make a second one. Were they really? Yeah, it ended up being scrapped. (laughs) Kutcher was like, I ain't doing it. It's probably a good (laughs) thing, too. Do you think it's because Kutcher's career had started kind of like skyrocketing a little bit? That was also right. he was like, I'm not going back. Wasn't that like right around the start of Punked? Am I right on that? It could have been. Because that's what made him a, a, a superstar, right? Yeah, yeah, I think that's what really kicked him off. Maybe the script just wasn't good enough. <laughs> well, no, okay, so Punk started on two, in 2003. That's what made him a mega... He was still a pretty that's big when star that here, though. Out, though. That was when they were supposed to start filming. That, but that. he was still a pretty big star when this came out. Um, but that's also, I think, like, Punk is what led him to, like, you know, marrying to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why? <Yeah. laughs> oh, you get all the all the... Fresh young pussy you want, huh? You're going to go for the 40-year-old grandma. <laughs> <laughs> Who already has, what, three kids at the time? That are about his age, probably. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this, yeah. That 70s show started in 98, so right. this was probably about the time he was... It was 2000. This movie came out in 2000. 2003 was when they were supposed to start filming the sequel, and he pulled the plug on it. And Sean William Scott was already established because of American Pie, right. which came out the year before that. And... Uh, yeah, then you had, I mean, you had a lot of really 
like even beyond the the main people uh, who we mentioned earlier, there were a lot of other up and coming comedic actors. Uh, I can't for some reason IMDb won't work at Corey's house right now, <laughs> so I don't. I know Marilyn Ricegub was in it as well. Yep. Um, That's where I first saw her. I think I think that was the first time, and then she showed up later, maybe a year or two later, mm-hmm. in, in Road Trip. Uh, blah, Bob Clendenin, who you don't know by name, but you know the face. He's been in like a million TV shows. He always plays some sort of like creepy guy. Was see the dude? Long the, face, kind of a big guy. The dude in the van that. Yes, that's him. like good point. You should you yeah. shouldn't trust anyone else but Except us. us. Yeah. That guy's in like everything. Um, and then Michael Bauer, better known as. Donkey lips from Salute Your Shorts. Remember oh, yeah. that? Oh, yeah. That's the kid that they took the they took the outfits from when they knocked him out, right? Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Remember Salute Your Shorts? Donkey yeah. lips. <laughs> that's the first thing I saw. When I'd forgotten that. I was like, oh shit, it's Donkey Lips. <laughs> um, yeah, and just a lot of very, very a lot of uh, bit character actors. How and do you fact, talk Jennifer Garner into doing this movie? <laughs> well, that She's was young. That was yeah. the beginning of her career. Yeah, she had she needed something. Yeah. Uh, this is the one that she covers over. <laughs> Marla Sokoloff. You know where she got her start? No. Gia on Full House. Stephanie's friend that convinces her to smoke a cigarette. Yeah, she's on the newer. She's the one the, everyone yeah, hated. House now. Yeah, yep. yeah. Gia, the character everyone hated. Yeah. Is she Gia in the yeah, new one? Yeah, she's she was like the, the most one. hated sitcom character for in some season reason. two of that of the of the new show. Holy she's cow. back in there. Uh, yeah, this they, was they her reformed first. their band. <laughs> this was her they had first a band. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Charlie O'Connell, who had uh, like the '90s. That was kind of his. His time, right? Well, ne- well, Jerry, oh, no, wait, no, he's Jerry. the brother. Yeah, he's Jerry brother had Jerry. sliders Shit, and all that dude, stuff. Dude, I thought that he was would just Jerry. pop in every once in a while as like an extra, and then he ends up when Jerry like stops doing sliders, they moved him in as his replacement. Do, Do they you really? think? Because like, I thought that was Jerry yeah, O'Connell. He gets yeah. his bro- he gets his brother sloppy seconds on everything. Do you, but do you think Jerry O'Connell was like, dude, stop doing movies? Like, dude, where's my car? People are thinking that's me <laughs> in those movies. But he's like the he's the more like. I guess the buffer version. Like yeah. he's always the bigger kind he's of stronger, like yeah, like brawny guy compared to, to him who's always paying playing like the, the brainy kid. Yeah. All right, well that's enough about the movie. Vic, tell us what happens. <laughs> that's enough about the movie. Let's talk about it. Oh good. Well Lord. let's I mean let's let's get to the plot. So basically the plot of this show, uh, this movie is uh Jesse and Chester, our main characters, are trying to locate their car. Um, they wake up and figure out that they um, don't remember anything from the night before. So whatever happened must have been epic. Um, they talk to their roommate. Um, they Stuttering John from the Howard Stern show. Is that who that was? Yep. Really? Mm-hmm. Had no idea. But he pisses in their pot plant. So that's probably what they smoked to lose their mind. That, <laughs> I will say this. That joke definitely felt like inspired, at the very least, inspired by Guy on the Couch from half-baked a little bit yeah. it was the kind of the same gag where it's the old weird looking guy it's like who's who, that guy do you know him? yeah who people know who no one really knows is living in a we- this guy lived in a closet a guy on the couch lived lying on the couch but you right? know i have a feeling that there are a lot of people that have gone through the same thing where there's a guy that's been hanging out and everybody just brings or takes him in it's like wait i thought he knew you i know and so he just well he pays rent (laughs) yeah i don't know where you've lived Corey, but i've never had surprise roommates 
Hey. I generally know who's in right. who's in my living quarters. <laughs> what can I say? I've got a history. Uh, so apparently, uh, so yeah, so they they're they're kind of coming to. Um, Chester wakes up and he's actually kind of in a daze and realizing he's watching the animal planet and he's absorbing what's going on on the screen as he's kind of coming out of his daze. Um, and the both of them kind of start their day. They look at the refrigerator and their refrigerator is full of pudding. The refrigerator, the cabinets, like the entire place is full of pudding. And uh, like a true stoner, apparently they they really like this idea and continue uh, and start eating it. Uh, when they get a phone call from their twin girlfriends who look nothing, nothing alike. alike. Yeah. Nothing. I mean, as soon as I saw it, I was like, what? The That's f- paternal. Like <laughs> yeah, a motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that one's right? One's shorter, one's yeah. taller, one's a lot thinner. One's, I was like, what the fuck? Why do they even make them twins? Why didn't they one of them's going to have a career. Yeah. <laughs> the other one's going to fall into obscurity. <laughs> but uh, so they tell them that they better, uh, that they're pissed at him because they, they had a party. They showed up with a keg. They brought a bunch of people with them and then they dipped out on them and left them to clean up everything. So they're pissed and they want them to come over because it's their one year anniversary. And the guys realize that uh, we did get them presents, but I think they're in the car. So that leads them outside to where they realize. Where's your car, dude? Where's my car? Where's your car, dude? Dude, where's my car? Where's your car, dude? Can I drive? It's so weird to think about now because we're so far removed from it. But do you remember how popular that was? It was ridiculous. You couldn't yeah. say dude without follow without yeah. someone following it with where's my car. Or you couldn't ask sincerely, where's my car, without someone going, where's your car? To this day, if anyone asks me where their car is, I'm going to go, where's your car, dude? <laughs> I think I'm going to bring it back. It's, it was one of those things, like, I think that's one of the reasons why I never watched it, because everyone said it so much. I got annoyed with it before I could even find out what the fuck it was I don't for. even remember that, though. I do. I must have smoked I did, so much that I, I don't remember. It was a thing. Well, that or, you know, you're in your mid-50s. I'm sure your memory is starting to go, <laughs> Grandpa. Well, that's true, too. But <clears throat> I remember just, like, like I said, this was the early stages of my smoking career. and oh, I was right in the middle of it. Uh I just remember thinking, like, there's actually a movie called Dude, Where's My Car? <laughs> like, okay, we'll see what you got. Um, but, yes, they, they discover the car is gone. Yeah, so they decide that they need to go find the car because the presents are in it. The presents for their girlfriends will get them a special surprise or a special treat from their girlfriend. Um, and they're assuming that they're going to get some sexual favors, so they really, really want to find this car. So they start walking and looking for the car. Um, they both get hit by cars. <laughs> they get hit by an old lady. Yeah. Who calls them stoners <laughs> and drives off. And then the other one, I mean, uh, uh, Jesse gets hit by a car right after Chester gets hit by a car. And what I thought was kind of funny in watching it is, is Chester gets hit by the car. And when he goes up on the car, sorry, Jesse. Uh, yeah. Chester gets hit by the car and rolls off to one side and ends up on this side of the street. Right. Yeah. When. Jesse got hit by the car. He actually rolled off the other side of the car. Like when he got hit it, he went to the right, to the right. left. But when he landed and rolled, he landed on top of Chester. Yeah. So I was like, where the fuck did he bounce <laughs> off of? I was like, this thing is ridiculous. As that, soon as I saw it, I was like, this is not going to be. No, a, continuity a was not the strong suit. Yeah, no. this is not going to be a very, yeah, continuous It's not movie. one of those movies that you. Because one of their hair just fucking changes throughout the whole <laughs> movie. And it's supposed to be one day. I think it's Kutcher's. I think his hair just gets different length. That. I didn't notice. It's really weird. 
But uh, so they 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 decide they're gonna try to backtrack what they did the night before. Um, they start off with a clue in their pocket. They have a matchbook from the Kitty Cat Club, um, wow. which is a local strip club. So that's where they go back to. Um, and when they walk in the door, they're met like fucking uh, Norm from Cheers. Everybody knew who they were. They're like Jester, Jesse. All the girls were were all happy and excited and. It was crazy because apparently the night before they'd spent a shit ton of money on strippers. Apparently. Um, so one stripper in particular comes up to Jesse. Is that right? I, I yeah. Jesse is Kutcher, right? Yes. Okay. So it comes up to Jesse and goes, you want a really wet and slippery lap dance? And he's like, yes. So she takes him in the back room and proclaims By to the him. Way, not great guys. No. <laughs> Continuously trying to cheat on their girlfriends through the and entire apparently movie. had been doing it the night before after they've ditched them at a party. Yeah. <laughs> so she sets him down and then her voice drops about 20 octaves and you find out that this chick is actually a, a dude um, and he doesn't believe it. So she proves it by lifting her skirt and she's got a cock and he's not happy about it. It doesn't know how to take it. Tries to look away from it, but the reflection is in the mirror and gets stuck with it again. And apparently she had a plan with the two of these idiots to help her get a, a suitcase full of money out of the building. And apparently they just spent all the money <laughs> in the suitcase, which at that point I'm thinking, why didn't she beat the shit out of him right there? They're sitting there spending her money in front of her. Yeah, I know. That's, <laughs> that's kind of weird. I'm kind of curious as to what actually happened the night before. I mean, that would have been the good sequel. Just like the Ooh. flashback. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like, dude, where's my car? Then like, losing the car, the prequel, if yeah, you will. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, what exactly happened? Dude, get in the car. Has there ever been a prequel that close, like, of like where you have the first movie is this day and the prequel is either the day before or that night? Um, Not that I can think of. I can't think of any. I don't think it's ever been done. I mean, usually, Corey, get usually, to fucking writing. Usually it's like years, <laughs> bully years the before. prequel. What happened the day before? <laughs> <laughs> it's usually like uh, w- when they do prequels, it's like years before yeah, or at least a month. Yeah, <laughs> it never, never. Star Wars is pretty close. Rogue One. Technically, yes. That's like but, within that's like probably with a few weeks before episode four. Right. The, the episodically, if you really think about it, it could literally be almost the next in like a matter of hours because she escapes on the ship and spoilers and hey, Vader chases her down and then he catches her. So it could technically, yeah, technically be like I guess. Yeah, it's true. A matter of hours to a day later. Hmm. I may be the only one. Maybe. All right, go yeah. ahead. So, um, they, he freaks out when he meets the, uh, the transgender stripper, um, and takes off. Uh, they go to their buddy. Very liberal strip club, by yeah. the way. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, they want to they make sure that they can cater to all, you know, all procurities. And uh, apparently he, uh, Chester, was, was also uh, very happily taken care of as there was a wet T-shirt contest that they uh, most uh, amply replayed for him. <laughs> and that was fine. Yeah, I was good with that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they go over to their their, uh, their friend's house. Um, I do not remember people's names, so help me out, guys. Played by David Herman. Yes. Uh, Nelson. Nelson. Uh, the dude was, with the dog. The dude with the pot smoking dog. Yes. I like that dog. Who was in office space. Your dog yeah. should learn from that dog. My wife would kill me. His dog just likes barking at black people. So. Yeah, I know. <laughs> if he smoked some weed, he'd probably be a lot more calm. <laughs> just shotgun yeah. him. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I haven't thought about that. I'm sure you have. So, uh, <laughs> 
just tell her it's it's for his arthritis. Yeah, it's medical. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> so uh, they uh, they go to to Nelson and they're talking to him about see if he knows where their car is and if he can help them out or help them remember. And uh, he plays his best imitation of Yoda as he tries to tell him what's going on, or is it or is it his imitation of Dalai the Dalai Lama that sounds like Yoda? I don't know what it is, but whatever it is, he's he tries to give them the wisdom of of his ages and uh, all the pot that he smokes. And the entire time he's trying to do it, they're only interested in the fact that he's got a dead dog sitting on his uh, his veranda. <laughs> and he t- he tells him it's not, he's not dead. Look, he shows him a, a pot a, a pot pipe shaped like a dog, and the dog jumps up, grabs it, he lights it, and the dog the dog just puff puffs and doesn't pass. Yeah, and and, get, and gets mad when uh, Sean William Scott tries to take it. Yeah. <laughs> very protective of his weed. Yeah, Brad does that too when I try and grab it from him. <laughs> He growls at you. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, <clears throat> they decide they're hungry. <laughs> <laughs> True statement. Uh, they decide they're hungry, so they're going to go get something to eat and try to see if they can figure out where their car is. Um, so they go to a Chinese food place, which is apparently their second favorite place to eat since uh, I forgot about the pizza guy. <laughs> the only black man in the show. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Do you know what his name is in the movie? Uh, Mr. Pizza Telly? Mr. Pizza Coley. Mr. Pizza Coley. I was close. That's the closest I've ever Pizza Coley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he bought into that franchise. <laughs> so do they work for him or do they just well, order shit yeah. from him is my question. I think they work for him. But yeah, anyway, because getting clarity down, my question will be I, the reason why I asked that is because of later on in the movie. But he shows up at their house right before they leave and goes in on them because they ordered 30 pizzas and, or 30 pizzas were ordered and they never delivered them. But they were all in their house. So when he came to the door, they didn't know what to do. So they threw all the pizza on the ceiling. And every time he goes to look at them uh, or look up and you see the pizza about to fall, one of them says something stupid. Like at one point, uh, Chester goes, a unicorn. And he looks away and the pizza drops and they throw it over their shoulder. When he looks back, he's like, a unicorn. He's like, oh, must have just been a regular horse. My mistake. (laughs) To be fair, no matter what, if somebody says something in in, and like with a pointing direction, you're going to look. Doesn't matter how ridiculous. Yeah, it's yeah, just like nice like shirt. Yeah, it's like nice, nice shirt. shirt. <laughs> <That's what laughs> I'm it's a white fucking t-shirt. <laughs> exactly. So uh, <laughs> they, uh, when he does leave, the rest of the two more slices of the pizza fall directly in their hand, and they just proceed to eat it. I was like, yeah, that's that's got to be someone with the munchies. <laughs> Or at least leftovers. Um, so, so, so back to yeah, back to the proper timeline. Um, they're going. They've gone to the Chinese food restaurant. They pull up to the uh, to. They start uh, to the drive-through. They start to order, and uh, th- this is the other thing that I remember hearing yeah. all the time and not understanding what it was, and then finding out it was from this movie. I still was do this. The- <laughs> and then, oh yeah, and he'd say he's like, we just want the chicken, garlic chicken, uh, fried rice. Uh, wonton soup and fortune cookies. And every time they say something, this voice would just go, and then, <laughs> until he basically blew up and destroyed the, well, uh, the his box. Res- his response every time is, no, and then. Yeah. And then, no, and then. So, do that to somebody. Yeah. Do that to somebody now. Just say, and then. See if they don't say it back. Yeah. And, and, they'll, and not only will they say it back, but they'll say it back in that, that voice when they do it. I've noticed that, too. They mm-hmm. always do that. And then. And then. It's annoying. And now I know why and what it's from. So. 
Um, so they freak. He freaks out. He destroys the uh, the the intercom, and they drive off. Um, <laughs> which moving a little further in, they end. Someone ends up coming back to it, and they've just taped it back up. Like they've put it back together, but taped it back up, which mm-hmm. I thought was kind of funny. Um, so they move out. Um, at some point, uh, Chester tells, uh, Nelson that the Dalai Lama is a faggot (laughs) and he kicks them out of the car and drives off. And at that point they were like in the middle of town, I guess it was. Um, and they find out that they had, that, uh, Jesse had made out with, um, uh, what's his name? What's her name? I can't remember her name now. Uh, Christy Boner. Yes. Chrissy Swanson? It, well, that, but her name in the movie, movie is, is Christy Christy Boner. Boner. Oh, it is Boner? Yeah, it is Boner. I thought he just said that as like a joke. No, no, no. Her name in the movie is listed as Christy Boner. Okay. Well, then. <laughs> Here's the thing. Okay. So her name is Christy Swanson. K-R-I-S-T-Y. They spell Christy Boner C-H-R-I-S-T-I-E. <laughs> just to get away from it. <laughs> Why wouldn't it just be Christy just with a K? leave it. <laughs> I thought you were, were going to make mention of her last name. How old was she? Well, no, how old is she in this movie? They were all supposed to be, what? They were, I mean, in all... real life, 31. Oh. She was 31 at this point? Yeah. Oh, yeah, because she she's Buffy, right? Yep. Yeah, from yeah, yeah. She was She was still, I guess, probably, what, early 20s and 92, wasn't she? Mm. When she made that movie in her early, her late teens, early 20s? Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Somewhere yeah. Well, wow. Buffy, it was 92, so she was 23. Yeah. So, Jesus. <laughs> Yeah, she she passed she passed for their age group for sure. So uh, she comes up to him and tells Jesse that apparently they made out in the back of his uh, in the back of his car, um, and she wanted to remind him of that. So she kisses him and gives him a uh, lets him cop a feel. And Chester is about to lose his shit when uh, he touched Christy Bonner's hoo hoo. <laughs> yeah. When uh, her boyfriend pulls up and the rest of the Meathead Squad jump out of that little uh, Ford XTR. Not- <laughs> Not Jesse O'Connell. Yeah. Charlie. Not Jerry. <laughs> Jerry, dude. Or not Jerry. <laughs> not Jerry O'Connell. Dan, you can't even get his name right. Charlie. <laughs> not dude from uh, uh, Sliders. Or uh, Stand By Me. Or uh, Jerry Maguire. Yeah, or Jerry Maguire. <laughs> or uh, Rebecca Remains Stamos's. Oh, that's right. Or Stand By Me. That's right? I, I said Stand yeah. By Me. Yeah. Oh, you did? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Welcome to two minutes ago. So, uh, one of us prepared for this movie. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, they jump out of the car and basically threaten to beat them to death if they touch his girlfriend again. He proclaims them to be nerds, which I'm pretty sure they're stoners, not nerds. But yeah. And then they put trash cans over their head, jump in the car, and drive off. Proclaiming if they saw him again that they would beat them. They would have a nerd beat down. Um, so... From there, once they get the trash cans off their head, they get yanked into a, I guess a Chinese tailor shop. Is that what it was? Oh yeah, yeah. it was like a, it was like a, uh, um, not a laundromat, but it was like where they do dry cleaning. Dry cleaning. No, he made those Adidas suits for him, for them. Oh, yeah. He said, he said we made it for. You. He's like, where'd we get the money for these? And he's like, I made them exactly the way you wanted, with the hidden pockets, and they had all the hidden pockets and stuff in it. And he's like, where'd we get the money for these? You paid for it with cold hard cash of crisp hundred dollar bills. Yeah. So he like it had to have been some sort of a tailor, but whatever the hell he was, he was making knockoffs because those definitely were supposed to be Adidas, Adidas outfits. Yeah. No, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Like it, they paid a lot of money for Adidas tracksuits. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, they had secret pockets. One had a dove in it. Yeah, and a kaleidoscope. I feel like you could get a suit jacket with a secret (laughs) pocket in it. 
Yeah, and th- it wouldn't have looked as cool though. Yeah, and then once they put those on, then it sparks the uh, the uh, music video, right? Which was it? Uh, it was Funky Cole Medina. It was no, it was young, it was Young MC. Was it Busta Groove? Yes, Busta Move. Busta Move. Whatever. What the hell? <laughs> You're all over the place. <laughs> so yeah, the music video starts and and I, I like out of nowhere. It's just this movie is a bunch of really then strange. Like, yeah, it's, well, no, it's it's because they realize they got the car. They got the bins. So it's the it's like a rap video because they got the, the bins. Where the bins come from? They bought it. They did. Yeah, remember because he that's how he knew. He opened he pulled the he pulled the whatever, the title or whatever out of his pocket. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, You're never gonna believe what we bought. Yeah, because that was after no, the because phones. You, it was confusing. Cause like I hadn't seen this in a while. Yeah. I mean probably three, four years ago. Were you sober when you watched it recently? Ah uh, no. Okay, that was. A d- <laughs> yeah, I realized that was a dumb question, but I figured out. I'm not sober most of the time. Though. I feel like I probably should have been a couple cups in in order to really watch this. <laughs> I didn't drink anything. No, I'm talking about drinking for me, <laughs> but but it was a little confusing because yeah. they don't. He pulls it out, and then like you're like, well, is it the beach house? The yeah, women I didn't. I wasn't sure what the hell was going on at first, but it, it the makes champagne? sense. It was the title of the car. But yeah, it's the car, and uh, then they meet Fabio. <laughs> Well, That's an, was this before or after um, the alien chicks, the hot Asian? No, no, chicks, no. This is before. Hot alien yeah. chicks. Because they have the okay. bust a move sequence. Then it shows them driving and then they drive up on Fabio, which uh, is like, remember, that's another thing that along the lines of dude, where's my car? Remember when Fabio <laughs> was like the biggest thing in pop culture? Yeah. Like anytime you anytime you were going to name a hot guy. Yeah, it was always it was Fabio. always Fabio. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Women were obsessed with that dude. This is also where they uh, realized as they were changing into their tracksuits that they had gotten tattoos the night before as well. Do you know this is the scene Ashton Kutcher read that he did the he was going to do the movie because he read the rest of the script and he thought it was dumb, and then he read that scene and he laughed so he kept laughing so he did the movie. Really? Yeah. So that one scene, that joke. <laughs> so uh, Chester t- takes off his shirt and. Uh, Jesse sees that he has sweet on his back and he's like, you got a tattoo. And he's like, dude, you did too. And he's like, what's mine say? He says, dude. And then he goes, what's mine say? He says, sweet. And then well, this, but it's the way they say yeah, it. Yeah, it yeah. makes it sound like, case. yeah, like, dude, what's mine say? Yeah. Sweet. What's yeah. mine say? So the, dude, the inflection that they say? put in it makes them think that they're just like excited about the tattoo and yeah. not actually what the tattoo says until they get into basically a fight <laughs> because yeah. they don't think that they're telling what it is. And the Asian guy jumps out from behind the counter and basically explains it to them and then they let it go. <laughs> they get dressed and they depart with a kaleidoscope, um, a title to a car, a Rubik's Cube. Um, uh, two cell phones and a dove. Yeah, in their pockets. <laughs> well, the dove's dead because they hit the glass and apparently died. <laughs> and for whatever reason, Chester ran out of the building so he could call him from the other side of the door <laughs> on their new cell phones. How he knew the phone number? Who knows? The Nokia, the Nokia phones, <laughs> whatever the fuck those little things were. Um, so they leave from there, and as they're leaving, this is where they get kidnapped, right? No. No, they leave in the car. They leave in the it's car. It's the music video, the oh, car, yeah, yeah. Fabio scene. Right. Uh-huh. Then after that. After, th- at, at one point, uh, the, the hot alien women show up and tell them that uh, that he's that they have the capacitor or whatever it is. <laughs> that the, that, uh, Continuum transfunctioner. That, that thing. 
The continual trans dingus is what, he, is what they called it. <laughs> so, so that's where they learn that they've got to spend the okay, money. Okay, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. We don't need to do what we do with every episode where we take you guys scene by scene. This is well, a stoner what... movie that bounces all around. Basically, they have all this money. They're trying to figure out where their car is. Uh, they, but they, but they, they find out at some point in time that they're also being chased for this thing called a continuum transfunctioner. They're being chased uh, by this van full of people who worship some cult called Zoltan, right? Some Zoltan. leader named Zoltan, doomsday, doomsday cultist, with a uh, a symbol that the Pittsburgh Pirates, as recently as 2012, I think it was in the playoffs, that was their thing. Were they doing when that? Some, really? Yeah, when somebody and uh, Hal Sparks threw out a first pitch of one of the playoff games. That's funny. Because Hal Sparks ends up being the leader of the cult. Yeah. Uh, great in this movie. Really funny. Um, and it's like, shh, when you leave, my mom and my yeah, dad are like, snapping. That, <laughs> him, the dude that we talked about earlier with the face that everybody yeah. knows, the old creepy face, yep. and Marilyn, like, they were all really good. Mm-hmm. That who was, was comedian doing the, very good improv. Who was the chick? Alien cultist Marilyn Ricekip mm-hmm. from okay, 24 as well. She okay, 24. 24. That's that's what I was trying to remember. I wasn't sure if that was her and a bunch of other stuff. Yeah, but 24 is most. She recent. was the blind chicken road trip that yeah. gave them the van or the bus. I kept looking at him going, I I'm, I know that's her. That's got to be her. I just never looked it up, uh, <laughs> but I figured it was. They her. also get chased by a couple of Swedish guys or Norwegian, Norwegian guys. guys. Sorry, Norwegian who, guys who are also. They look, say they are the keepers of the continuum transfunctioner. We are the. Um, and then the, the five hot, hot chicks. Hot aliens. Who, they are hot chicks. Uh, with, that's with what they always big, say. We are hot chicks. With big boobs. With big boobs. <laughs> and um, the, the scene where they uh, they go to the park with the, the blind, blind guys. Kids. Yeah. The kid's the like, bl- can I feel your face? It's the only way I can tell what you look like. He's like, oh, you are hot. I mean, she's like, is this normal? That kid is just straight face <laughs> like, yes, this is how blind people shake hands. Yeah, that was a great line. <laughs> and then the best part is, though, okay, so then the twins, because they're like, coaching this yeah, camp yeah. for blind kids. Uh, they come over and they're like, oh my God, what are you doing? And then when they talk to the girls, they're more upset about how they were the ones that were hitting on their boyfriends. Right. And, or that they're looking for their boyfriends. Than the fact that they were just Than the fact that, that they were just, yeah, that they were <laughs> apparently pedophiles <laughs> taking advantage of a blind child. Did you hear that kid when he walked away? He's like, I need I to go be alone. alone. <laughs> yeah. But you would have thought someone would have called the authorities. Right, right. No, they just stare If at that would have been... Five hot dudes <laughs> with a twelve-year-old blind girl just reaching on his cock. This is a whole new movie. Whole other movie. But uh, yeah, they're chasing him as well. Uh, they end up finding their car um, because they go to the. They find out their car got impounded, so they go to the police station. Sassy black clerk talks about well, how she'll break. That's hands. because they got arrested. <laughs> they got arrested while they were talking to the hot Asian chicks, and it was a case of mistaken identity. And oh, that's they right, were yeah. releasing them, they're like, oh, those, that's who the meant. Yeah, because they tell that, yeah, they, they talk to the cops and apparently they bought all the cops donuts and shit. Right. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, they but they when they get the car out of the impound, they end up at a or when they go to find where the car was sold out of auction to. It's an ostrich that's sold out of auction and like, quick. Yeah. So you so you telling me that they got they <laughs> impounded that car. And, and what if it was morning of the auction? It doesn't matter. You can't still not. You have to hold the car for a certain amount of time before you can auction it. <laughs> There's uh, rules to this. By the way, <laughs> uh, did you notice who the ostrich farmer uh, owner was? Yeah, Sprint Spiner. Yes, who wanted to be uncredited, and he thinks I can't imagine why. Said, said later, he felt it was an arrogant thing to do and regretted it. Being uncredited? Yeah, asking to be uncredited. Okay, so explain this to me, Corey. Yes. What is the what is the positive of being uncredited? 
Um, it doesn't show up in your history of films you've been in, and if somebody doesn't, if so, okay, my, my okay, guess, okay. With that said, is that was he saying like I don't want anyone to know I was in this movie? I think pretty much. Yeah. Okay, okay. I got but you. here's the thing, because I've heard the positive to that as well. James Earl Jones did that in Star Wars. Because he didn't want the guy who played Darth Vader to be overshadowed because he did yeah. a voice. Generally, so. generally, um, it doesn't happen too often for that specific reason. But a lot of directors will do that, and they'll say, "I don't want this on. I don't want this showing that I directed this." Here's movie. the thing. So <laughs> no, but here's as, the thing. But they go as Alan Smith. Oh, he gave you the finger. They, they get, <laughs> go ahead. They get credited as Alan Smith. Who is, who is Alan Smith? What example Nobody. are you using? It's it's just a name that a fictitious name that a lot of people will use, so it doesn't show on their history of movies. They all they use made. the same name. A lo- some of them. So have, this yeah. Alan Smith, these guys got like a fucking long ass list IMDb, of movies. There will be a long list. But of I'm saying, movies. but like, okay, yeah, Brent Spiner can do that all he wants. Technicalities don't work in the real world. We all go, yeah, we know that's you. <laughs> it's on the Wikipedia page. It's on the IMDb page. Yeah. It may not be in your resume. Right. Yeah. But guess what? We know it's you. Yeah. In fact, you asking to be uncredited makes us know who you are a lot more. <laughs> but here's the thing. To his defense, uh, the internet was just starting out. It was, was still in infancy, so... IMDb was still in its infancy, so... Have you ever tried to think back of the timeline of the internet? Doesn't it feel like it just exploded two years ago? But have you gone back and tried to actually think? Because I feel like there's the time period of the internet from, like, mid to late 90s, right? That was your AOL days. Mm -hmm. Your, Your fucking... What was the little tiny one that had, like, a million ads around it? Netscape? Netscape, yep. Yeah. Uh, You know, you had those. Yep. Then... Early two thousands, I'd say that's when you started getting faster. As soon as you got high speed, that's 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 the breaking point for because it. Because that's what I college yeah. is when I had that. Yeah. Then and but that was even like uh, Audio Galaxy, like MP3 stuff, Napster stuff was big. But even then, you it was colleges and stuff that had high mm-hmm. speed because most most homes still didn't have high yeah. speed. We just had faster modems. Yeah. <laughs> right. And and then but then it felt like there was this new period where like Google changed everything and the internet became completely different yeah, you know what i mean netscape was the netscape was the big search engine yeah, <laughs> yeah and then google became the all-being yeah everything i would then used it, yahoo that then was... it feels like myspace and facebook it was fucking commercial yahoo yeah, Even MySpace feels archaic right now. Right. Oh yeah. But then, have you been to MySpace lately? No. It's still there. <laughs> have yeah. you? Corey no, Corey still no, has an account. I, no, I'm wondering because I haven't been to mine and I bet you were really interested in who you were on the top friends of. I could see like if we if we would have had a showdown page, you know how many times we would have to hear him be like, Hey, did you see who put us in their top eight? So and so, who was uh, the fourth extra in this uh, horror movie from 1987? <laughs> he appears in all of The Walking Dead now. He'll, he'll be a horror hound. <laughs> you need to get a bumper. Yeah, but, but Vic, you have to go ask him. <laughs> yeah. I, I hate you guys. <laughs> but it feels. But then, like now, and then Facebook kind of changed everything, and now, and then I think <clears throat> smartphones took it to another level. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. So it's like it's, there's been this weird. But if you go back, I don't, you, I don't, I can't put dates and and years with where any of that shit happened. <laughs> it's just all jumbled together since since I got out of high school. Right. Yeah. For me, I can remember I had a. It's probably the last time you were able to remember. Yeah. Things. <laughs> uh, 
No, back in back in the late nineties, like around ninety nine and two thousand, that's when message boards were a big thing. And so I know I was on a shit ton of message yeah, boards. It was all forums. Yeah, and I actually had a I had won a T shirt from one of those one of these message boards. So I remember having I had one a cousin ninety nine on it. So. I had a cousin who was the big message board forum guy. I never got into that. Uh I mostly got in I was mostly using the internet at that point in time to uh try to get search porn. No, try to get uh, uh, naked pics. Chat rooms with chicks. <laughs> yeah, from, from, from chicks that rooms. we figured were probably other kids like us. I was going to say, quote unquote, chicks. <laughs> me, me and my friend Keith. This is so funny. Oh, God, here we go. What is the kids? What is the guy's name who was in 10 Things I Hate About You? Uh, Heath Ledger. No, 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 no. I know who he is. Uh, hang on. I'm going to find it. Uh, he played the, he played like the, the good looking guy, the popular guy. I don't know. Uh, let me find it. Here we go. Here's the cast. Uh, you know, we're talking about dude, where's my car? I know, but hold on. I, I, cause I have something really funny <laughs> about the internet and this guy. Okay. Uh, let me find him. We'll, we'll be the judge of that. Oh, what the TV series? No, I want the movie. <laughs> I was like, who the hell are all these people? I don't remember. <laughs> Where is what's her name? Uh, okay, Julia Stiles. Andrew Keegan. Okay. You know who he is? Nope. Yes. You know who he is, yes. right? Me and my friend Keith found some modeling picture of him. And whenever we would talk to girls in chat rooms. You would send them that and picture. We would send them that <laughs> pic of us. And most, like, he wasn't really that popular yet. Because, yeah. like, oh, his sister. His sister, who was, like, three years younger than us, she had it on the computer. So we use that. So then, like, 90% of people, and she was like, you guys are dumb. And we're like, look, like, these girls don't know who he is. They right. keep telling us we're hot. But then there'd be that one. He'd be like, you are not fucking Andrew King. <laughs> <laughs> and then blow the whole thing up. He'd be like, quick, log out, log out, log out. And it takes forever to log out. Yeah. <laughs> So that was, yeah, but it, it, where were we? What were we talking about? Uh, we were we were talking about Brent Spiner and how Yeah, he, yeah, so the ostrich farm. Yeah. Yes. Which, uh, I don't know why, but I find ostriches in, like, movies and TV funny as fuck. I don't know why. It's probably when, when the movie. ostrich hits both of their heads, yeah. that's funny as all of me for some reason. Just, and there's no good, and, there's, and they always have, just have this blank look on their face. You're like, this thing's about to do well, something no, fucked up. When he, <laughs> when he has the, uh, when Chester has the dream, he keeps having the dream about the alien chick yeah. who's giving him head. Yeah. But this time it's the ostrich. <laughs> like, that's he, fucking hilarious Don't you want to me. tell me where it is now? And he's like, yes, and it's the ostrich. Yeah. <laughs> that's so funny. But um, they end up. Or the llama. Uh, they end up uh, waking up next to a, uh, uh, a man bearded in a cage. Another uncredited role. But not for probably the reason that Brent Spiner wanted to be uncredited. Yeah. Mark was his name in the movie Correct. played Connecticut. by Andy Dick. <laughs> he was just looking probably for some drug money. That's the only reason why he did the movie. <laughs> and uh, what was his website? Mark in a cage dot com. <laughs> uh, that, you know, that was a real website oh, for God. a while. It was just a picture of him, of him in, in the cage. cage. <laughs> and now I think it's, they said it's gone now, but that used to be a real website. Someone got tired. of. That'd be funny if it was actually still up. Oh, I wonder if AbeBagoda.com is still around. Or I wonder if they died, gave up on that. Well, so. no, but I know, but I mean, you know. <laughs> I wonder if there's like an AD. Like It just says like one year He's or whatever. He's been dead for this this long. Yeah. Uh, for some reason, half the websites aren't working at Corey's house right now, or just my computer's not working. I think it's your computer. I think so, too. <laughs> All right, so um, where where are we now? <laughs> 
So they end they're up at the, they, the ostrich uh, at he, the ostrich farm. He asked okay, him a question. Farm, yes. He asked him a question, and if they get it right, he'll release them. And because Sean William Scott watches so much uh, Animal Planet, he gets the answer right. And it was like how I don't know was it like how fast can an ostrich run something or something like that, yeah. some shit. So he ends up releasing them. They get their car back, um, and I forgot what happens after that part. So also in this in this at this point, um, they were well. No, they did, didn't. They just asked to get some things out of the car. They didn't even take the car. No, they ended they? up getting the car back because at the end of the movie they've got it. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. You're remembering wrong. We'll get there. Um, so whatever. <laughs> in the interim, um, the uh, hot chicks had talked to the meatheads. The hot chicks had talked to the meatheads and talk, told the meatheads if they go and get the uh, the 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 transmogrifier, continuum transfunctioner. Trans. If they go and get At the transfunctioner, one of us can remember that. If they go and get the transfunctioner, then they will give them special favors. And he is like, all right, cool. And he takes off to go find them. Um, and the, and the uh, cult of Zoltan have Zoltan. captured uh, the girlfriends, the mm-hmm. non-twin twins, and they are now holding them. And if they don't show up with the with the the, the, the doodad, then they will um whatever. I don't oh, know. Yeah, if they so they, they all kill convene. Them. Yeah, at the uh, the like Chuck E. Cheese. They all go to the, yeah, to, to the uh, the the star base. Yeah, well, you arcade did you did whatever. miss out the part that they that they infiltrated uh, Zoltan's little group uh i'm not real sure how they found out is it because they were kidnapped well they were they were driving they were driving down the road in the in the uh in the bends and that one uh the two of them pulled up next to them on each side of the car and they're like oh he's like those weird uh those weird alien guys are back again and he's like oh they can't do anything to us and long face was in the back of their car and tased both of them yeah and kidnapped kidnapped him and took him back to their to the estate he's like wow you guys got a nice place and it's just nice big ass mansion and he's like no that's ours over there and it's a barn well no they're like that's zoltan's parents yeah yeah yeah, and he's like he's like well he says that's that's a barn he's like is it red and he's like no he's like then it's not a barn And they all wear bubble wrap jumpsuits and uh, black shorts and, and donkey t-shirts. lips. Yeah, <laughs> uh, so. is there? And then um, yeah, so then they they uh, they, they tell them that they got to go find it, or they're they'll never see their girlfriends again. And they've captured their girlfriends. Yeah, so then so. they all convene here at the uh, the, arcade. The, arcade. the arcade, right? And because they found the key, yes, they, they found the, the key. key that they thought was gonna have you know that's at the locker at the arcade. Right. And when they open that up, they pull out. This a suitcase, suitcase uh, with money that they give to the to the to the trainee yeah. stripper who has a who has a boyfriend who has a boyfriend <laughs> who's uh, a hot Asian chick with a mustache right a drawn on drawn mustache, on mustache. <laughs> yeah and then uh, she gets super happy and like kisses her and the mustache comes off all over her face but my thing is, is if they spent that much money they bought a car they had custom clothes made they paid for everybody's everything for the entire night and that suitcase was still completely full of money and that chick just hauled ass like where, where how much money did they actually have who knows <laughs> apparently it's irrelevant to the, to the well, story I'm just saying, like that it should have been half empty like if they spent that or much money <laughs> i figured it should have been I love how this is what you're poking plot holes into yeah no well kidding. i mean it's just like it didn't notice i, I forget I about I the 50 foot hot girl that's about to appear <laughs> we haven't gotten there yet though so <laughs> so anyway they they she takes off with her midget girlfriend boyfriend whatever it is they take off and everyone shows up at the same time so, well but first the zoltan people show up 
They're, they show up first with the girls because then they find the thing well, in the they, pot. They, they find they the thing in the locker that's like the little, it looks like a little like wand type. Like No, 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 no. They, they go through the locker and they find all the stuff in there. There's a, there's a thing of fake jelly beans that sprouts out on them and they get upset. There's a, a straw, a bendy straw. Mm-hmm. There's a bag full of tickets, a very mm-hmm. small bag full of tickets. And that's where they get the idea that no one's actually told them what this thing looks like. And no one may know what this thing looks like. So they go and get one of the like sparkly light up toys yeah. off of the off of the redemption rack. And then the Zoltan people show up first. Right. And they give them they do the exchange yeah. for the women. They do that old oh no no you first no you first no same time and they trade they trade out for the for the women and then that's when the hot chicks show up behind them and, and they're like the where with, is it yeah with the uh, with the bros yeah with the with the meatheads and they're like where is it and all four of them point at the Zoltan dudes <laughs> and then they yeah and that dude goes up hits Hal Sparks right. Um, and takes and it, takes it. But then the Norwegian guys are like, "That is not the continuum transformer." Right. <laughs> and so not then, bad. uh, they go chase down, uh, Jesse and Chester, and then Chester pulls out the Rubik's cube because he feels like in stress, in times of dire, you just you just start well, doing yeah. the Rubik's cube, and he gets it, and that <laughs> turns out to be the continuum transformer. Yeah, right. turned. Boom and boom. It actually sounded a lot like uh, like uh, this. No, it didn't. <laughs> Looked nothing like and did not sound anything like, but we'll let you have it. I had a feeling when watching this that we were going to hear this. <laughs> you can almost tell. Yeah. So uh, as they are trying to. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Corey. How long is that? <laughs> it's 20 seconds. <laughs> Feels like a lot longer though, doesn't it? Yeah, <laughs> just like that win. Uh, so they're going along, and they're uh, they they realize that he's got it. it. Transforms into this little like orb, thermal detonator looking thing, and it's got five uh, lights on it that are flashing. And when all five lights stop flashing, it'll be the end of the universe because it'll blow up and kill everybody. Um, but they need to uh, give it to the right person. So that they can turn it off, and the Norwegian guys are like, "No, it's ours. We need, we can stop this from killing everybody." And then the uh, the hot chicks are like, "No, give it to us, and we'll show you our boobs." And they have a conundrum, and they eventually give it to the. Uh, how do they decide? Because they asked they them, asked, "What did they get on the uh, on, on the eighteenth hole of mini yeah, golf?" Because yeah, yeah. mm-hmm. they were hanging out, and with the Norwegian the guys before. said, "Hole in one could have been a shot in the dark." Could've well, been. what yeah, would be memorable? Well, yeah, but the I three. <laughs> oh, you got a four. But the idea was they were hanging out with him the night before. So, yeah. So then they got the hole in one and then they gave it to them. They disarm the thing. And the and reason that and the reason that they knew that they were telling the truth is because there was a banner that said, like, what, a lifetime supply of, of pudding of pudding for a hole in one. Right. Which seems what? like a bad promotion. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Unless it's the most difficult miniature golf course in the world. I have a feeling there's a lot of people out there with a lifetime supply <laughs> of free pudding. Or you just have a complete overstock of pudding that's going bad. This <laughs> yeah, that's true. Somebody at that place is like, we ordered too much pudding. <laughs> for some reason. Okay, this is it's it's kind Kind of related, but one of my favorite Mitch uh, Hedgeberg jokes of all time was, uh, I feel like Pringles' original intention was to make tennis balls, but Pringles is a laid-back company. So on the day uh, the truck of potatoes was supposed to show up, a truck full of rubber came, and Pringles was like, fuck it, cut them up. <laughs> I said that backwards. I'm butchering it. Edit this out. It's horrible. Nope, it's staying. All right, so they fixed the cr- 
Continuum Transfunctioner. They disarm it. And then the The hot chicks transform into the 50 foot. Oh, we should have done form of. (laughs) What was that show? Uh no no not for them. that no. was more like that that was more like uh, Power Rangers you're thinking Power Rangers or Voltron Voltron, Voltron. I'm Voltron. yeah and I'll form the head yeah <laughs> so she um starts to weird out and uh, they all merge together and when they merge together they start to grow into a giant fifty foot tall hot chick Jody Ann Patterson with huge boobs playmate. And uh, heart Naked underwear. pictures right here on my laptop. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> that website why... works perfectly fine. No, found out found out she was a playmate immediately. Look at that. <laughs> Look at that. Cow. God, she is amazing. <laughs> with the greatest scene. I remember being scenes. obsessed with her when I saw this movie. Just being like, God, she's like one of the most beautiful women I've ever seen. <laughs> well, apparently uh, the two of the people in the, in the movie, because she walks through, she chases them out into the, into the putt-putt area. And at one point she steps over a table with a dad and a son. And they both look up. And then the kid was like, what did he say? I'd like to. I don't remember. He's like, I'd like to ride. He's like, oh, I want to go on that ride, daddy. And she's oh, yeah. like, yeah, I would too, son. <laughs> <laughs> Your mom won't let me. <laughs> so she goes after him and she's about, she's trying to kill them. Um, and the, uh, the Norwegians tell them that they have to use the, uh, the death ray that's in the transmogrifier, whatever the hell it is. And, uh, they finally find it, but they can't get their finger into the hole in order to push the button to activate it. And uh, Nelson does his bad uh, <laughs> Yoda impression in which uh, the Zoltan people are like, what the fuck is this guy doing? Why does he keep doing that? And uh, Chester remembers that he watched at the beginning of the movie a scene where they were talking about how monkeys use tools to do things that they can't do with their hands. And he pulls out his twisty straw that he kept and he pushes the button and it activates and blows up the 50 foot woman um, who had eaten the meathead, by the way. Yeah. And when she exploded, uh, he was ejected along with a very large pair of panties. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, Christy Boner ends up hooking up with, uh, uh, Nelson, Nelson. Yep. the friend, the the Yoda friend. And then, for some reason, Ashton Kutcher and Sean Williams got Justine Chester stay with the ugly bitches. Um, and well, the hot chicks blew up, so. Well, no, but yeah, I, but, I mean, but still, like, half of the strippers on that stage <laughs> were hotter sure. than those two. There, were the break, there was the breakdancing strippers. Gia, <laughs> Gia was pretty hot. I, I, I had always I've never like, found Jennifer Garner attractive. No, I always picked... The other girl. Over, Gia. Over, yeah, She's over Gia Jennifer from Garner. Full House, Corey. Okay. <laughs> That's how people right. know her. Okay. So they uh, they end up going back to the twins' house. But be, not nope. before. Not yet. Not before. Um, the the, the Norwegians use a fucking neuralizer on oh, everybody. Yeah. Use the men, men in black neural, neuralizer on them, and so they forget Except everything. Except for... The Zoltan people who they take with them, right? Yeah, because they're going to a, a party a in party. the Crab Neb- the Crab Neb- Nebula. Yeah, <laughs> we did forget to mention though the uh, them cleaning up at the house. Well, uh, they the go twins' house. Well, they go in the movie back and they you. made it even worse. They go back to the. They go back. Hold to on, the- Vic. Oh God. Hold on. Here it comes. <laughs> Wait for it. Wait for it. There it is. You thought that was important enough to interrupt. <laughs> the wrapping up of the plot to go back to a scene that lasted 30 seconds, 88 minutes ago in the movie. No, sorry, 82 minute movie. Uh, that was 80 minutes ago <laughs> that happened. Uh, didn't even mention the whole 
how they have the giant trash bags and they try to pick up the bottle cap and then they're spraying barbecue. Like, didn't even do anything about it. You just thought, yeah, they. Okay, made first it worse. of all, you didn't let me do that. Second of all, it was just to get you riled up so you could sit there and, and bitch at me. Now, that was my now, now, he's, now he's saying he's done it on purpose. No, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> first of all, I don't think that's why you did it. Master plan. That's a lie. <laughs> Second of all, if it's the truth, it's even worse because you're not supposed to give away a bit on the air. It makes it not as funny. But I don't think that was the case at all. I think you actually just remembered that scene and wanted to get it in because it popped into your head. And so you decided to interrupt Vic's, uh, <laughs> Vic's flow words. just so you could get in a, a bullshit, horrible synopsis of a 30-second scene from 80 minutes ago in the movie. Vic, continue. <laughs> so after being Noralized and Noralizing the entire town, they wake up groggy again watching Animal Planet um, and realize that they still don't know really what's going on. They walk outside to because uh, they do realize that they need to get over to their girlfriend's house because it is their anniversary. Um, they walk outside and they're like, dude, where's my car? And it's there. It's actually there. Dude, where's your car? It's just hidden behind a mail truck. So they proceed to the girlfriend's house. They give the girlfriends their present, which is a looks like it was a prize from the uh, the redemption center. <laughs> it's little bracelets that say "I heart you," um, and they love it. And then they open another box that's from them uh, that they uh, they're like, "Oh, these are beautiful." And there's a little note inside that he reads from the uh, Norwegian aliens that says, thank you for all your help. I hope you really enjoy these. And I hope your girlfriends enjoy these as much as you do, as you will. And then they put them on their girlfriends. They start to glow and the girlfriend's boobs grow three sizes bigger. And in their excitement. Well, then they give them their special surprise. Right. Yeah. Which then they get their special treat. Special treat. Sorry. Which they thought was going to be to see those new boobs, and they got two uh, hand stitched berets. <laughs> and that's the movie. Yep. So uh, we're going to take a quick commercial break, and we will be right back. You're listening to the three-time award-winning Showdown podcast. After these messages. It's commercial time. Corey, tell the people where they can find you. You can find me. Up, I'm high, but I still remember to not let you go first. Vic, where can the people find you? You can find me at MillerKing51 on social media and on all gaming platforms, including Xbox One as Black and Angry. That's B-L-A-Q and Angry. Hey, Corey. What? Dude, where's your social media? You can find me. God damn it. I was going to let you go first, but I was going to say, dude, where's your social media? You were supposed to say, where's my social media, dude? I would have said, dude, where's your social media? You would have said, where's my social media, dude? And then I would have let you go. But since you couldn't do that right, you can find the showdown at the showdown pod on Twitter. Follow us at the showdown podcast on Facebook. Click like somebody should and follow me. Brad Scott comedy at Brad Scott comedy on Instagram and Twitter and comedian Brad Scott on Facebook and check out Brad Scott comedy dot com all right Corey, go ahead you can find me on twitter and then and letterbox d and then at nko gonzo and then you can also follow our other show the miller times podcast at miller times pod and then wrestlemania and at then? wrestlemania pod no and then and then no and then 
Posse. Welcome back. This is the three-time award-winning Showdown Podcast. We are taking a look back today at Dude, Where's My Car? 2000 American Comedy. And we've taken our time to deliberate. Fellas, let's get uh, let's get the verdict from Corey first. All right. Um, like I said, I watched this a whole bunch of times when it first came out. Um, it was, I think, probably every time I was under the influence. Was this your pick? No, this oh. was his pick. Okay, just check it. And, uh, but this time I was completely sober and for me it i remember back in the back in the day when i would watch it there was so much stuff i would laugh at i thought it was hilarious and didn't understand why people didn't think it was funny uh watching it just uh just the other yesterday not as funny does not hold up for me all right um for me uh it absolutely holds up I st- I've, I've watched this movie through the years and it is a movie you need to smoke a little weed to appreciate. I think so. And uh, I will say this. Ashton Kutcher plays a much better stoner than Sean William Scott. Sean William Scott is a little overacting as a stoner. but Probably I mean, this, doesn't. He may not smoke at all. No, but this movie is, you know, it is a everything is ridiculous. There's... Yeah. You can't try to understand it. You can't try to... It's one of those true stoner movies. Yeah. And I love it. I, I, I love it whenever it comes on. Um, some of my favorite people are in the... I love Ashton Kutcher. I know people think he kind of had this, for some reason, got this reputation as a giant douche, uh, which maybe he is, but I don't know. That stuff never... I, I think he's funny. I like uh, everyone else. I love Hal Sparks. Um, so I it, for me, holds up. Vic? Like I said, this is kind of the first time I've really seen the movie, though I've heard all of its jokes about a thousand fucking times, which kind of, I think, turned me off to actually watching the movie. Just overkill. You hear a song too many times, you start to hate the song. Um, But watching the movie, I actually did not dislike it. Um, I have (laughs) to say that uh, I, I found some of the points I was actually really laughing at it, even though I thought it was just ridiculous. There was no continuity to it. The 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 it was just a bunch of really silly and odd pratfalls and and just dumb dialogue. And I actually found myself kind of giggling at most of it. So um, though I can't say it it was, you know, it, it stood up to the test of time for me because I never seen it. But I would say that I actually enjoyed it. So I'm going to let it go. It's going to make it. So, dude, where's my car? Is a survivor. <laughs> Come on, Corey, join in. No. <laughs> Not gonna do it. Come on, Corey. It's a good fashion comedy. Beyonce's gonna sue us now. Where did you where did you lose yourself? Right about here. Playing is the reason for all the success. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So it does survive. Surprise! I was a little, uh, a little nervous. I didn't know how Vic was gonna go. I kind of figured how you. I didn't really know how I was gonna go either until I actually realized that if if we had watched this together, we probably would have had a lot more laughs. Mm -hmm. Um, But I also just realized that like. It's funny in its stupidity, and that's that's the part that I get why people were so into it at the and time. And it's become a cult classic. 
I think really? it's one of those. According to who? Has it hit that status? Uh, we're amongst we're a lot of potheads. Um, okay, here we go. Though the film was panned by most critics, it was a box office success and has managed to achieve a cult status, partially from frequent airings on cable television. Huh? Again, the Pittsburgh Pirates use Zoltan as their like celebration thing and had Hal Sparks throughout the first pitch of a playoff game. <laughs> I mean, based on that, it's got it's it infiltrated pop culture, right? And it's a movie that, because Comedy Central airs it a lot, I'd say a few times a year, which is a lot for a movie from 2000. Right. And, I mean, I see it all the time on TV, flipping through. And it's a movie I'll stop and watch because it's just going to make me laugh. It's not trying to do anything other than make you laugh. It's not trying to be anything other than a dumb stoner comedy that makes you laugh. And that's why that in that is its brilliance. All right. Well... We were trying to th- we were trying to think of something uh, w- what we might talk about, and there's something that's been brought up recently, uh, at least on social media, just in the last couple of weeks. Yeah, it's called the Mandela effect. Have you ever heard of this, Brad? You know, you know what this no. what this effect Nel- is? Nelson Mandela, as in Nelson Mandela. So there is this effect that like people have had this like mass, um, not mass hysteria, but a mass recollection of the fact that Nelson Mandela died in the pr- in prison. Yet Nelson Mandela is like, I'm right here. I could not have died in this prison because I'm right here. And people are like, no, no, no. He definitely died. And there's just like millions of people who think that this is a thing. So this has now progressed into what it moved into what was called the Bernstein or Bernstein Bears effect, which is I've heard of that not knowing which one it should be. And people have literally created like alternate universes that say, if you are, if you remember it this way, you may be from an alternate universe. Like they've gone that far with this. Where were you? What were you side of the fence? Were you? It was the Bernstein Bears. I don't know. Bernstein for me. Yeah. It was Steen or Steen, Steen or Stein or whatever. That was the difference. Okay, Steen or Stein. Berenstein right. Bears. Right, that was the difference. So, Berenstein. Why am I saying Berenstein Bears? <laughs> now. The Berenstein Bears. <laughs> now this phenomenon. Sounds like me on a Saturday night. <laughs> <laughs> Berenstein. Right. Now this phenomenon has moved into. <laughs> on her dress, Corey. <laughs> No condom, and then it's on the dress. (laughs) Skeet, skeet, skeet. (laughs) So now this has progressed into the now um, Sinbad genie phenomenon, which says that Sinbad had a movie called Shazam where he played a genie. And I remember going, yeah, maybe. No, 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 no. That was Kazam With with Shaq. Where he played a genie. But then I was like, no, I remember him being a genie. I remember him with the, with the turban, the red turban, and the little jacket, and the fez, and all this stuff. And I'm like, I remember him doing something as a genie. There had to have been a movie. But this has gone to the point where people go, no, they've scrubbed the internet. Like, Sinbad hated this movie so much that he had it removed from the internet. No one, no one has seen this movie ever again because it was so bad. And I'm going, that's impossible. That's impossible. There would be no fucking way in hell that that could be done. But this is how this is how like in depth these people get about this. So I told my son about this thing and I was like, you know, I know that this didn't happen. And I was like, son, I know that this didn't happen. But somewhere in my brain locker, there is this image of Sinbad as a genie and doing weird things. And, And I was like, I know that this exists. I just don't know what it is, but I know it's in there somewhere. So about 10 minutes later, he texts me and goes, here's your answer. Basically, what had happened was, and Sinbad, who actually said prior to me finding out this answer, he said, hey, um, 
I'll go ahead and do that movie just to end this. Somebody make <laughs> this movie. I will do it well, to be just fair, so we can shut this shit up. Sinbad's just trying to get a movie. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. All right, y'all want me to do a genie movie? I guess I'll do the genie movie. <laughs> I'll just cancel the other plans that I have. Right, right. <laughs> so basically what he's decided is uh, is he's going to do it. But uh, and I, I think he was talking about doing it for free just to shut everybody up. <laughs> so what the answer to the actual conundrum was, was we all remember him being a genie, not because he was a genie, but he actually hosted a TV show, which was a um, it was a the, the, the Sinbad TV show. Sinbad, like the sailor, uh-huh. had a TV show that came on and he hosted a marathon of Sinbad TV shows in which he dressed up in baggy white pants with a little red jacket and a, and a turban and a white shirt and a little fez on that made him look like Genie from Aladdin. And that's why everyone seems to remember him being a Genie. And it was from that because he was running around. Doing I like how people stuff. came up with the name Shazam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I remember Shazam from DC Comics, a little kid that turns into a superhero right. by yelling Shazam. I know of a game that me and a bunch of my buddies play called Shazam where you write Shazam on shit and like try to get people to look at it. But that I don't remember at all. But and it's 100% confirmed that this is the case. Yeah, well, or have they just gotten to this, YouTube, he, he has actually, he, uh, Sinbad actually commented on the fact that this is where that came from and that's what people are remembering. So that solves the problem, and I'm glad it's out of my head. Vic has now found the answer and answered everybody's questions. Well, it was it was a you mind you, it was on YouTube. There we go. And that's the show. Thank you guys for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Showdown Podcast. Uh, we hope it made you nostalgic to go want to go back and watch. Dude, where's my car? And uh, make sure. If you're going to do it, you prepare appropriately. I recommend some herbal treats. I recommend watching Animal Planet. Yes. I recommend just not doing it at all. Man, yeah, just a grumpy asshole. His movies make it? Ooh. Yeah. Cock of the Walk. This movie made Cock it? of the Walk. Hey, this is coming from somebody that actually owns Grumpy the bitch. <laughs> that what? I said, I actually own the movie, so I, I have a feeling I can say this. You should give it to me. I might. I'll sell it Sounds to you. Sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This has been the award winning Showdown Podcast for Corey Miller, Yo. Vic Miller, yep. I'm no, Brad like- Scott. We will talk to you next time where we'll be talking about the movie Bullworth. And in uh, preparation of the inauguration of our new president-elect. And we'll watch what we say because we don't want to end up on the other end of one of this Twitter rants. Although for our show, it would be good publicity. Yeah, it would be good. Be good publicity. So uh, until then, you've been listening to the Showdown Podcast. And then... Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, 
even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.